So last night, we discussed, Parachavah Sababas tells us, that just like a person can't put himself in danger, and it's his obligation to protect himself, protect his health, <clears throat> same thing is with his Parnosa. person can't just sit back, fold his hands and say, Kodesh Baruch has decided how much I'm going to take in this year, how I'm going to get my food this year, I don't have to worry about it, I can sit back and relax and we'll be taken care of. And that, Chavis says, you certainly cannot, you cannot do that, you can't behave that way, and just like a person to take care of his health, so too he has to put in the effort in terms of his parnosa. And, but beyond that, once that is done, at that point, we have to switch gears and say, what I have done has nothing to do with the outcome of this Hishtadlus. And whether that's in business, whether that's in rentals, whether that's in farming, Chavazvava says, one has nothing to do with the other. Val Yachshev, just to end off what we ended off last night, Val Yachshev, but a person shouldn't think, Ki but the means that he has been involved in, that's what benefited him, that's what has harmed him, it has no effect on the bottom line. The bottom line, that's who decides what it should be. So it's an interesting balance. The, the, the mushal that he gives again about farming, again, is such a fantastic mushal. As the Mashkiach, as Ogazun used to explain, no farmer in his right mind could think that he doesn't have to work on the field, doesn't have to plow it, doesn't have to plant it, and doesn't have to harvest it, and it will come on its own. That's an open miracle. So certainly not. At the same time, every farmer really knows that after he does all the work, and he plows, and he plants, whether it will grow and how it will grow, he has no real control over that. He trusts in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then what happens, it happens. You say that no farmer is an atheist. No farmer is an atheist, right? Because it, it has to be. So here we're using that marshal. That's the same it is with every business. Same thing, that we put in the effort, but the result is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. Says now the Chavis HaVavis. And let's say his income, his livelihood comes. In other words, he attempts some area to have a parnosa, and it's matzliach. His tarfa is coming to him. His livelihood is coming to him in this in this in these means that he has involved himself in. He should be careful that he shouldn't put trust in those means. Why? Oh, I'll be happy about that. Oh, let me stay with this because I see this brings me my income. This brings me good parnasa. This makes me wealthy. And he'll get so infatuated with it. Why shouldn't he do that? Because if the more person puts his faith in the means, he puts his faith in that this is what's bringing me my parnasa, so then the less he has faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's obvious. That's very obvious. 
if he thinks that it's the means that are bringing him his parnasa, and it's his effort in it, and he says, oh, I, I should continue in this, I see this this brings me a lot of atzlocha, so I'll do this, this brings me atzlocha, then he's yechlash bitchoyne beilikov. Then he's diminishing, he's weakening his bitochen and Hashem. Ach ein roi loy he should not think he shouldn't think that any benefit that he has is any more than HaKadosh Baruch Hu already has decided. It's a very tricky thing. And uh, our minds uh, play tricks with us, certainly. When we see, we, we try one avenue of Parnosa and it's very Matzliach, and certainly we would put in a lot of effort and we planned out right and we did things correct. And we see, indeed, it worked smoothly, exactly how we had planned out, maybe even greater than expectation. We take credit for it. We say, I must, have been a, I must have done a better job than I thought I did. I only planned I would only get this amount. Look at that. It actually was even more than that. I must have, been a, must have done a better job. Chavisavav is saying, don't put your betokin and say, ah, this is what earned you the success. You're not going to get any more than a Baruch has already decided. And don't be happy with the fact that, well, I'm, I'm doing this uh, this And that's what gets getting me my success. What a person should do, that if he's successful, thank that has given in his parnosa after the effort he's put in. Because otherwise it could have been futile efforts. We have to put in ishtadlis. We have to put an effort into anything. We have to put an effort into parnosa. But it could be, we'll come up empty-handed. When it's successful, when a person does get the tariff, does get the parnosa that he was seeking, instead of saying, ah, this is what worked. I better try this the next time. I'll use this trick the next time. Instead of saying, that's what worked, the person should thank Hashem that indeed his efforts that he put put in proved successful. It bore fruits. The toil of your hand. If you do indeed eat from it, in other words, if you're successful, you should be considered a happy man. That was good for you. And the Tavdavan Amalek is saying, if your handiwork and as if your efforts produced, if it bore fruit, then thank Hashem, then it was, Hashem was good for you. If Hashem was good to you, then indeed you have to thank Him for that. So Ravolba, trying to, to sort of explain this dichotomy, he has in a piece at the end of in his Alei Shur Chelek Beis, he says, he quotes this piece from the Chavos of Avos, and he says, How thin, how delicate is this Avoida, this dichotomy. On the one hand, on the one hand, Hashem says, you're obligated to put in effort for Panosa. In all natural ways, all natural means. Like Avodas Adama, like Malacha, like Schaira, and any other business that a person may be engaged in. He has to put in an effort. At the same time, you can't 
have faith. You can't put your betokin in that. Now, for, in some areas of Parnassa, it's easier than uh, than others. If a person works in a in a particular field where it's a fixed income, certainly if he's working for somebody else, he has a fixed income, so he doesn't really think uh, because of the, all of the efforts he's putting in on a regular basis, that's what's getting his parnosa. He thanks Hashem that he has a job and it's working out and it's, and he's able to get a parnosa. But in many areas where you're, you have to get more customers, you have to get more clients, more patients. So certainly there's a lot that has to be done to try to make it happen. And in those areas, you're trying to get more buildings to sell. In all of these areas... M- m- better stocks to trade in many, many areas. There's There's a toil of the hand. The person has to toil to find ways and means to earn his parnosa. So he has to be involved in that. And at the same time, he has to know that that ishtadlus had nothing to do with the outcome. It's a very interesting dual type of approach that the person has to balance. Put, it could be as put his effort in one area and the money comes from a totally different area. This is a famous idea of Chaim Shmulevitz puts forth why the Gemara says in Brachis, Because the Yorishamayim says Ashrecha and the Yegiya Kapecha, the one who toils for his Parnos says Ashrecha V'toivloch. So it explains with Chaim Shmulevitz. The Yorish Shemaim knows Alts kum for the Ebishter. sends everything. But that he knows. The person who's the the person who's in business and knows I put in so much effort into this area and I thought that would bring me success. It didn't. It fell flat on its face. Where did I get it? The place that I thought, eh, I'll just try it out as a second chance, you know, as, as a backup. That proved to be so successful. So he sees clearly, not he knows it over here, not intellectually, but he sees it in He sees it in real life, he experiences it. That he sees that the efforts he put in had nothing to do with him, but it all had to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not always does Hashem do that. That we put in an effort and it comes from left field. Ooh, if a person's honest, then he knows it has nothing to do with him. But most of the time we put in an effort to those means and that's what proves successful. And that's what the is saying. The person has to know, he has to constantly train himself that it's not the effort that he put in that brought the success. That's the way it is. How much a person will get, that's already nigzam and shamay. To give you an example, not if anybody else here is, is involved in the same line of work that I am. We, Baruch Hashem, have a kail over here. So part of the the main thing, of course, is Baruch Hashem. We have young light, we're learning, we're giving shiurim. But uh, part of the job is also to fundraise. Yeah. So you can think of ways how to approach this one and get to do this fundraiser and the other fundraiser and approach this donor. And you think, oh, it was because we talked talk that way and you got that one and because this, you, you, you did it at the right time. Those, that's the Ishtadlus. That's the Ishtadlus. But whether the money will come through, and who will come through from this person that you approached, or somebody else, and how much it will be given, that's minashamayim, that's totally minashamayim, and nothing to do with the ishtadlus. 
The shtadlus is an obligation. But the success, the result, that's Masha Kodam That's clear, that's what the Chavis really is saying over here. Adkidei Kach, let's just finish the next couple of lines. Says Chavis Avavis, that one of the pious people says, I'm so, I'm so amazed. It, it, it's, it's so puzzling to me. You have, we'll call it the, the rich guy and the poor guy. And the rich guy gives the poor man what he needs. Or the, the employer pays the employee. Or someone does someone else a favor and he gives him a job. Or he gives him a matona. The benefactor, the usher, the rich man, is like reminding him. He's yaskulatevos. He's hey, you remember what I gave you over there? Yeah, you remember I, that I gave you that job? Do you remember that I gave you that uh, that money? You remember that I paid you? Not only that, he seeks to be thanked for that. Uh, are you showing your gratitude to me? So the, the, this chosid was puzzled by this. He was troubled by this. Why? He says, because anybody who's a maimon knows that the fact that this Oni received, the fact that this person got a job, had nothing to do with this fellow. Had nothing to do with the Ashir. It was Nigzim and Hashemayim that he should get this money. It was Nigzim and Hashemayim that he should get this income. It was Nigzim and Hashemayim that he should get this job. So for the person to seek out the thanks of this guy, right? Now, we have to think of in practical terms, to, when we're the Baruch Hashem in the, uh, in the uh, seat of the benefactor, we're able to help people out, do we seek thanks? You know, that guy, he, he didn't really, you know, he didn't thank me for that. I really, uh, I gave him a nice matan over there. I helped him out, and he didn't thank me for that. Says the Chassid, don't be all caught up with you with your great favor. You get schar for that. You get a mitzvah, gemilas chasodim. You get a mitzvah tzdoka, but the fact that he received it, that was menashemayim. Says the chosid, but I'm even more troubled. But the recipient, the recipient receives his tarfa He receives the money from somebody else. He receives the payment. He receives the job from somebody else. Muchrach Mukhrasid means he was bound to do that. And then it was Menashemayim, he's getting it. And yet, and yet, he praises him. He tries to get on his good side. He, he tries to be nice to him. He is makni himself to him. What's the pshat? Should he not do that? Should he not have a korasatayv? So the mashkiach so beautifully was madayik here in these words. The person who's the recipient of the good, he receives the tzedakah from somebody else. He receives the job from somebody else. He gets the favor from somebody else. Certainly, there is a notion, an obligation, a mitzvah of Akaras But Akaras doesn't come with someone being machnia himself. Machnia means where he feels he's lower than the other person. This guy gave him tzedakah. I'll give you an example in the line of business that I am in. One of the things we do in the Kail we have to do is fundraise. You may have heard that. Yeah. So the, the approach that the Chavis Avav is saying here, 
the donor is approached, we ask the donor to give a, uh, a nice schum to the coil of $10,000. And he gives it. Beautiful. For, for the recipient here to be machnia, to feel lower, to feel humbled by this person, says the Chavis of Avis, is a wrong attitude. Why? Because it was nigzim and ashamayim, how much should come and what should come. Now, certainly there's an obligation of HaKoros Absolutely. HaKoros to the person, you hope that he's going to continue those donations, so you want to keep it well, but not to, as he said before, not to think, ooh, this is what's successful. This is the guy who's going to be successful. This is the one we're going to get it from. Whatever is going to come is Nigzim Rashamayim. So very delicately he's saying, it's wrong to be machnia, to be mafayis, to be mishabeach. Don't go overboard. Yeah, you want to be makatoiv? Very nice. You get a favor, someone helped you out, you makatoiv. Good. You makatoiv in a big way. You throw, He went out of his way a lot. So you, you send them flowers for Shabbos, you send them a kugel for Shabbos. You want to show your, your akarasatoiv. But once it gets to the point where you think that actually without him, you would have been not successful, then a person's bordering on putting his faith in the means and the person instead of an Akarjbok. Now it's a very delicate balance because on the one hand, we're saying intellectually, it all comes from Nashamayim. And only intellectually, I'd really have to give him Akarasatoiv, Adimakarasatoiv. But if you only makatoiv in a robotic way, intellectually, uh, by the way, Ayashakach for the $10,000 check, but uh, you should know it didn't come from you, it came from the Ebishter, but uh, I have to be makatoiv. Obviously, that's not the mitzvah of Akarasatoiv, the mitzvah of is to do it with feeling. But the real reason to be makatoiv is only to make sure that we don't fall into the trap of Koichi Vaitzim Yodi Osali Yasachailazeh. If we're not makirtev to others, then we think that when we give, and we do, then it was our success. So in order to train ourselves, that it's not us who are making ourselves successful, so when others do something, we're makirtev to them, so ultimately we'll be makirtev to the Akadosh Baruch Hu. That's the real reason why we're makirtev. We're not makirtev because without that person, it would never have happened. That's not true. We have makatev to the person who was, he was the shliach. He utilized his kach bechira to choose to do the favor, to give the tzedakah, and etc. And we are makatev because he indeed took the opportunity that was given to him by Kodesh Baruch Hu and made it happen. But why it happened? It's Kodesh Baruch Hu made it happen. Again, it's a very delicate, you, have to, you can get, your mind could swim to, to sort of like where you end, where one of them ends and where the other one begins. But there is a point. There is a dividing point. And this is something that we have to work on. I good to nacht.